Hello, I'm Kevin Kittle, and this is The Cinema Files. Disney's latest animated tentpole, Moana, is opening this Thanksgiving weekend. The story follows a young Polynesian girl and her journey across the ocean to enlist the help of the demigod Maui, played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I had the opportunity to sit down with another reporter and interview Darren Butters, one of the character animators who worked on this and a number of previous Disney animated films. Darren's passion for this film is infectious, and we had a blast discussing some of the more technical aspects of the film, such as the 2D hand-animated tattoos on Maui's body, and who animated the iconic pectoral twerking. The one thing I really liked about this film, and I think this, this may have a lot to do with, with the directors because of their pedigree, is this, this feels like a very classic Disney animation story from like sort of the golden age, but it also has a lot of, of, of more modern tone to it. Sure. Um, so as, as someone who, who helped kind of bring that to life, did the film resonate with you in the same way? Do you feel it has that same sort of tone to it? Or how, how, do, you, how do you view the film? It's, it's definitely a hero's journey. We have somebody who is not in a position they want to be in. They're pulled outside of their environment by something, and they want that outside nourishment, I guess, or, or there's something missing in their life. And I would say that's, you know, I, going back to Joseph Campbell and, you know, all of that mythology of storytelling, I would say that those elements are definitely in a lot of our classic hero tales. I really like that the relationship between Moana and the water and how it's constantly beckoning her for some reason and you don't find out until a, a while into the movie and that propels her into her journey. You can definitely feel that being thrust into this adventure to save her, her island. I have a seven-year-old daughter and to have a female protagonist who kicks butt and is, is uh, making things happen instead of things happening to her. I love, I love being a part of anything like that. So I'm glad you mentioned the water. I was actually at D23 the first time footage was, was shown oh, at Moana, and my wife and I were both just floored by how good it looked. And that was two years ago, or, yeah. or a year ago, I guess, a little over a year ago. So to see how far it's come, even just since that early concept footage to now, I, I, it's just it's mind-blowing how... Amazing. Like it seems like every time you guys do something, there's there's one new new thing that's really like this is this is the next big technological advancement, and, and this is the water. And oh, it looks amazing. Thank you, thank you. Our effects team had their work cut out for them on this movie. Yes, it looks beautiful, and we wanted it to be believable, not necessarily realistic, but it definitely. I think water might be the hardest thing to try and animate, or in the computer at, at least. And they had a boat that was sailing on the waves constantly and splashing. And they had wind that affected sails and hair and hair that was sometimes wet, sometimes dry. It was an effects smorgasbord for this movie. And I think I want to say that department knocked it out of the park. And I think it really makes you, it, it's very much inspired by the beauty of, the Pacific Islands. Uh, whenever in, there's a sequence where somebody jumps off of their canoe into the, the waves on the beach, and every time that happens, I can smell the ocean and I can feel the heat. Oh, it's just it just takes me right there, right then. So you were mentioning the water. How much of that is 
manually animated and how much is procedural because I know a lot of work like even special software is made for the hair and everything. Yeah, yeah. As far as animating the character of the water, we had that so I don't know, it's, it's head. Like the abyss I, yeah, right? Exactly. Good thing in the abyss. Yeah. Uh we had a rough representation of that that we could manipulate and give character to. But as far as how that blended into the the simulation of the generic uh, I, I don't even know the terms for it cuz those are we live we leave all that to the wizards uh, <laughs> that are that we lock in the basement to research how to make this so beautiful. But we were we were able to indicate either through 2D markovers, uh, drawovers what we wanted the water to do, and then our effects team would try to accommodate that. I don't know what they used to make water do what they did, but I <laughs> I admire those guys so much. You, you joined Disney back in about 96, Yes. Right? And that's pretty much like the, the, 1900s. the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's way back then. <laughs> that was another 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was pretty much the transition when computer animation was becoming, I, I guess, almost more mainstream. Yeah. Toy Story had just come out the year before, and a lot of people thought it was going to fail. Yeah. And so at that point, I mean, is your background in like hand traditional animation, or did you just start out ground level on computer animation? I entered the workplace at a time when desktop publishing was booming. So Adobe started coming out with Illustrator and Photoshop and uh, all this word processing stuff. And I became literate in the computer and how to do art and illustration in the computer. I've always had an art background and a performance background and was computer literate and animation seemed to be kind of the perfect blend of all those things for me at that time. I got hired on Dinosaur, and that was our first, I think it's our first fully CG lead character, or, you know, that, that was when all of our characters were, were CG, and it was a, a, a time of learning, for sure, and it was the beginning of our digital studio. At that point, we were doing Treasure Planet, which had a character that was a hybrid, silver head, traditional animated body with a CG arm and leg. And I, and we were already trying to wrangle this technology into a performance. And I think that's one of our strengths is that we are constantly focused on performance rather than the tools. We're trying to harness the tools and make them do art because <laughs> computers, I don't know if you know this, but they're trying to do the, the worst animation you can, right. you know. And you're constantly fighting to get it, this character to look natural or to look believable, I should say. It was a, it was a long road from Dinosaur to Moana. But I think we've come up with an arrangement, uh, a, a structure, where there's this huge collaboration between the, the animators, the engineers who rig the puppet, basically, and the character designers and the modelers, instead of, all right, here's the model, put a rig in it. Okay, here it is, animate it. <clears throat> We've come up with this collaboration of, I'm going to animate it, and it breaks here and doesn't look the way it needs to here, and the traditional animators will draw over it and say, no, 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 the arm, when it bends, it needs to do this, and then all of those notes will go into this collaboration and... 
uh, were were able to create the performance that you you've seen in Moana. So, speaking of being focused on performance, I mean, you, you've got a great voice cast here, but the standout for me was was Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. as Maui. When you guys are, are building these characters and working on these animations. Do you reference any footage of the voice talents? Because I, mean, I, I noticed there was like the eyebrow in one scene, which mm-hmm. is a very iconic, you know, Dwayne Johnson thing. So, <laughs> yes. like, how much of that stuff do you guys go back and look at when you're creating these characters? Uh, it it really depends. When you're recording your voice, you're doing a different performance than acting on camera. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the talent will put all their performance into their voice, and you don't see any of it in their body. Other Actors will give us so much in the booth that recording it really informs the character. I would say on Judy Hopps, we really leveraged a lot of lot of reference for her character. And I love watching Alan Tudyk <laughs> because not only will he give a great uh, performance with his face, his alts, his his alternate lines go on for days and I'm just sitting there crying listening to this uh, and watching this session and people are like what are you what are you watching on <laughs> it's just so great Dwayne Johnson he's so charming and he knows it you know but he's so humble and it's it's he's just so endearing and he gave us so much in his performance that uh, we couldn't help but help but ooze into our uh, yeah we we watched a lot of Dwayne Johnson movies and looked for mannerisms that fit Maui because if you take too many mannerisms that from the actor that don't transfer to the character it's gonna it's not gonna ring true right. so the eyebrow was definitely something that fit Maui's character <laughs> and uh, we had so much fun with yeah he was great. I always feel like he can't possibly be that charming in real life. I know, and yet everybody that you talk to says, that's the guy, that's him. And he's just so giving and charitable, and and no wonder everybody wants to work with him and is working with him now in Hollywood. So you're the character animator, you work specifically on Maui. Did you animate the um, peck twerking? Uh... At Disney, we get to animate every character in every shot that we're issued. We're not going with the traditional model where you worked on one character throughout the entire film. So I got to animate most of the characters. The shots that I was issued was mostly Maui shots. But no, I was not part of the uh, peck twerking uh, part of it. But I got to animate some shots of him interacting with his tattoo, and that was such an interesting process, and so great to be working with this hand-drawn craftsman that we have at, at Disney, that we utilize every every step of the process. Those guys have such a legacy and such a wealth of, of animation knowledge, and it just oozes out of them to be able to show them your shot and have them, oh, why don't you try making the line of action more like this? Or uh, what if you push the expression and you're like, worthless. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I don't know anything. But they're such, and they're such giving animators too. It's such a, a great part of the process. And being able to have a, a character that had 2D elements, that was uh, 
new to me. That was a new process where they would have a template for Maui's tattoos and they would do pencil to paper animation and then we would scan those in and it would appear as a texture map in the correct place and we could show the directors that and they would give us notes on, you know, well, he's moving around so much we don't need as much animation on the tattoo or we really want to see what's happening here so cool it with the the movement on Maui. It, it, it such a great back and forth and just to work alongside those guys. I mean, you guys really come full circle before you're trying to integrate CG into the hand-drawn and right. now you're doing the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's a great uh, point. It's, it's, I, I hope that we get to do more of that and we are looking for opportunities for mm-hmm. uh, every step of the way for, for that integration. So. 